Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From London, this is The Standard Podcast and I'm Mark Blunden. Some of the members who are shouting the loudest... That's Scottish National Party and Conservative MPs walking out of the House of Commons in protest after a vote on a ceasefire in Gaza descended into chaos. It's led to the Speaker, Sir Lindsay Hoyle, facing a no-confidence motion signed by some 59 MPs at the time this podcast went live in some very rare scenes in Parliament. But why? The Speaker, who's meant to be politically neutral, is now under pressure over his handling of a tinderbox debate on Gaza, resulting in the passing of Labour's amendment calling for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire, potentially helping Sakir Starmer head off a rebellion among his own MPs. Chaos descended on the chamber on Wednesday as the motion was approved, but only after Sir Lindsay upended parliamentary convention by selecting Labour's bid to amend the SNP motion on the Israel-Hamas war, while crowds of pro-Palestine protesters outside the Commons beamed slogans onto Big Ben. It's against the background of a number of MPs, including Conservative Finchley and Golders Green MP Mike Freer, being targeted by activists and is fueling fears for their family's safety. I am very, very concerned about the security of all members. Let me just take this through. I was very concerned, I am still concerned, and that's why the meetings I've had today is about the security of members, their families and the people they're involved. That's Sir Lindsay explaining why he took the action he did. I regret how it's ended up. It was not my intention. I wanted that all, I wanted all to ensure they could express their views and all sides of the House could vote. For the latest plus background on this complex issue, we're joined from the Houses of Parliament by the Evening Standard's political editor, Nicholas Cecil. Nick, what happened on Thursday after Wednesday's chaotic scenes? The first thing we heard this morning was when there was a government minister on the early morning media round. This was the health minister, Maria Caulfield, and she pointedly failed to back the speaker staying in his post. She said he was in a difficult position, but that that seemed to be very much a holding position from the government. Then later on, as the morning went on, 
there was a growing number of MPs who started signing a, a Commons motion calling for the Speaker, Sir Lindsay Hoyle, to step down. So overnight, there had been about 30 MPs who had signed this motion. By mid-morning, this had risen to 50, and, and by later on, it had hit 59. Now, there obviously, there are more than 600 MPs in the Commons, so that's only a, a fraction of them. But the Speaker has to command the confidence of the House. So if there's a, a sizable chance chunk of MPs who are unhappy with him, then he's got a problem. Please, could you explain the role of the Speaker and what caused everything to kick off in the chamber? So Lindsay Hoyle was a Labour MP, but the role of the Speaker is very much the referee in the chamber and to make sure everyone gets a fair say. And Sir Lindsay is seen as impartial, or, or certainly he was seen as impartial by the majority MPs. His predecessor, John Burko, sparked anger of, of a lot of Tory MPs over the ferocious Brexit debates because he was seen by many of them as biased against Brexit. But Lindsay Hoyle was seen as far more even-handed. Now, he's admitted he made a mistake over this vote on a ceasefire in Gaza. He's stressing that really two reasons why he wanted to allow this vote. One is that a number of MPs are getting threats made against them from members of the public if they fail to call or vote for a ceasefire in Gaza. So this is a, a very unpleasant situation for many parliamentarians. So he wanted to try and protect MPs and wanted to try and give as many MPs the possibility to express their views on this issue. So what we had here was that we had a opposition day debate by the Scottish National Party. Now, convention would normally mean that the SNP motion would be debated and there'd be a government amendment that would also be debated and both would be voted on. But Sir Lindsay departed from the normal parliamentary procedure, the convention, to allow a debate and vote also on a Labour amendment. Now, the SNP amendment was very critical of Israel, basically accused Israel of collective punishment of people in Gaza, called for a ceasefire, but putting the emphasis very much on Israel having to do that. The the Labour amendment was more even-handed and called for a ceasefire by both Israel and Hamas. So there are two different motions amendments, basically largely calling for the same thing. But Labour MPs, and certainly the Labour leadership, clearly would back the Labour one, and the SNP would back the SNP one. And some MPs from Labour and SNP could back the rival one. The problem came was that there was also a government amendment, and the government then pulled their amendment. There's a question of why the government did that. But what it meant was actually that the Labour amendment got passed without a vote and the SNP original motion didn't get voted on at all. So the SNP are absolutely furious about this. It's a very complicated system, but basically it sparked a huge amount of anger and absolutely chaotic scenes in Parliament on Wednesday night. What's now for the SNP's motion? Well, there are two things happening now. Some people are trying to calm tempers um, in Parliament and there's urging the government basically to bring forward a debate in government time to allow all the parties' positions to be debated so everyone can have their say and make it clear what their position is. And that would hopefully put the matter to rest to certainly a significant degree. But the other issue is the future of the Speaker. So, so the Scottish National Party, shortly after midday, called for the Speaker to go. They said they had no longer confidence in the Speaker 
and basically asked the leader of the House of Commons, Penny Morden, how this could be engineered to have such a vote. The Speaker said, if you want a vote on my future, I'm happy to allow that to happen. Penny Morden, the Commons leader, said, actually, I think we all need to reflect on this a bit. So let's just have a few more days to reflect on this, but before we do something that we might later regret. Let's go to the ads. Coming up, has the Commons chaos and Labour's amendment had any influence on the government's Israel and Gaza policy? Why not hit follow? In the meantime, give us a rating. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Nick, has the controversial passing of this Labour amendment actually had any impact on the government's Israel and Gaza policy? Not really, no, because the government were already shifting towards a far harder line on Israel. So if the opposition MPs had united in a very clear position, that could have put more pressure on the government. But because it was, at the end of the day, absolute chaos, it won't have much influence on the government. And basically, the government's position is already moving, maybe not quite towards demanding an immediate ceasefire, but certainly for demanding a immediate humanitarian pause to allow more aid into Gaza. And it's easy to forget with all this focus on the scenes in Parliament that the real issue is what is happening in that perceived strip of land where 30,000 people are believed to have been killed and also the horrors of the Hamas terror attack on Israel on October the 7th. Who are among the MPs signing that no-confidence motion? You've got Sir Graham Brady, who's chairman of the 1922 Committee of Backbench Tory MPs. You've got two other senior members of the 1922 executive, Sir Geoffrey Clifton Brown and Bob Blackman. But on the other hand, a number of Tory MPs have called for the Speaker to stay in post, including the former Defence Secretary Ben Wallace, the former Armed Forces Minister Mark Francois, uh, a Tory grandee called Sir Edward Lee. So there's not a united position in each party. And if you look back to where this all started off, what this appears to have been was the SNP wanted to have a debate which seemed to have an aim, which was to exploit Labour divisions, because Sir Keir Starmer has previously not backed a ceasefire, and a number of his backbenchers and front benches have rebelled against that position. So the SNP tabled another motion on Gaza for ceasefire. This appeared to be trying to set a trap for, for Labour. No doubt the SNP believes strongly in their position, but there appeared to be another political motive, a part of political motive. And um, what's emerged is that 
because of this bizarre complex parliamentary procedure all going slightly wrong, it means that Sir Keir Starmer has come out with his position endorsed by the Commons rather than the SNP. So they are quite understandably furious. The other thing to remember is none of this actually has any force in law or anything like that. So it's just a statement of positions. So charities out there in the real world are criticising MPs for the chaos last night and for bringing Parliament's reputation into disrepute. And of course, this is against the background of increasing shocking targeting of MPs. Are they getting protection? Certainly MPs are being offered increasing police protection and security measures for wherever they are or how they go about their daily lives. A lot of this has been driven by social media, so people are becoming far more aggressive towards elected politicians. Tragically, we, we've had two MPs who've been killed recently. There have been other stabbings, and certainly Stella Creasy today, she's a London MP, was warning that we are in danger of moving into a very dark place. This is the attitude towards our elected politician. There's much more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. We're back on Friday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.